So today's the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. Uh, it's an interesting phenomenon whenever we go to funerals, at least here in Ireland. Um, there is obviously great tragedy and great sorrow, you know, when uh, the COVID aside, when, when the mourners would be lined up normally on, on this, so the left-hand side uh, of the church and the, the remains there in the middle. And the mourners come in and they offer their condolences uh, to, to everybody sitting there, to the family members. And everyone is wearing black. You know, there's a, there's a, a, a solemnity, a, a sadness about it, which, which is fitting. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a bad thing. Uh, the family especially and friends and neighbours miss the person who has passed away. Uh, this is it's natural and it's, it's normal and, and it's good for us to actually be able to, to recognise that and to externalise it, you know, even you know, crying together and, and that. It's, it's a natural grieving process, which I think in Ireland we, we do very well, I think. I think it's, 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 a, it's a great healing for people to be able to, to come together as a community and recognise who this person was and their, their contribution to their, to their lives and uh, celebrate their life as such. Uh, another aspect of, of it, well, there are two other aspects as well, is that at times, especially in the house beforehand, stories will be told about the person who has passed away. And maybe even funny stories. Remember at the time the car broke down on the motorway? Why? Because yeah, he was reversing for two kilometres because he missed his exit and he blew the engine. And, you know, all the, the stories are told. And the, the, I remember when, when he was, you know, back in the dancing days and there was this one girl who liked him and so on, you know, and all the stories are told. And, and it's, there can be funny stories as well. So, like, the, the, the memory of the person isn't just, you know, the last year, the last six months, or the last week of the person's life. We don't just celebrate, uh, we're not just remembering, as I say, just the, the death of the person, but we're celebrating their whole life. Everything comes together. The last aspect of it um, is there's always a particular focus or a particular pain, dare I say, when, if it's a young person that has passed away, when you see the person's mom, or uh, if it's uh, a man who has passed away, you know, when you see, when you meet uh, his wife, the, the the widow, there's always something, there's something profound uh, here. There's like, there's a, a great respect for the sorrow of of a mother, or the sorrow of a wife. And it's, it's, it's well-earned. I mean, there's the, the, the mom especially has such a profound relationship with her son, the wife with her husband, that it, it's, it, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, fathers are fantastic, uh, husbands are wonderful, um, but the, for, just, for some reason there's, there is something particular about the love of, of a, a mother or, or a wife for their, for their deceased family member, whoever it may be. And there's always a kind of, as I say, you, you always approach the, 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 the wife or the mother with such kind of reverence, such kind of care, you know, uh, because there's such a profound link between the two. So today, the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, this is my own uh, chasuble, my own vestment. So I had this one made when I was ordained centuries ago. And... Um, yeah, this is the, the image I chose for it. So it's a 13th station, Jesus taken down from the cross and laid in the arms of his mother. And 
it, this is it, this is, this is Our Lady of Sorrows. Uh, she's holding her, her son, her son who has passed away. And that deserves such reverence, uh, such respect, because what's going on here, words can never explain, words can never describe. We heard it here in, in our gospel as well, when Jesus, in his last breaths, in his last sentences, entrusts John, who represents the church, to Our Lady, and vice versa. Seeing his mother and the disciple, he loved standing near her. Jesus said to his mother, Woman, this is your son. So, as again, St. John represents the whole church. So, woman, when he says woman, that's not a, a, a disregarding uh, term at all. It goes the whole way back to, to Eve, the whole way back to the mother of, the, of all of humanity. Now, that, that same word is, is used here. There's something, there's something much bigger going on here because something profound has just been consummated the Lord has now paid for the sin of all mankind for all time this was planned this was willed by God even though they knew it would end Jesus himself forecast foretold this this event he knew it would happen but this was in God's divine wisdom the best way to as such pay for the sin of mankind was by offering himself as a sacrifice of love so that sin that began there with Adam and Eve you know have Adam and Eve who lead the world into sin and now we have the new Adam and the new Eve making it all good repairing the disobedience repairing the the the, the sin of, of of their ancient forefathers Jesus who makes good the sin of Adam on the cross by his death our Lady at the foot of the cross, uniting her heart to his and uniting her suffering to his for the redemption of mankind. So something profound is happening here, hence the, hence the term woman. Then he says to the disciple, this is your mother. So to all of mankind, to the church, recognize that Our Lady is your mother, not just a biblical character, not just like another saint. That wouldn't be the worst thing, but... She is so much more than just another saint that we can pray to. She is the mother of all mankind. And while that's a nice term, mother of all mankind is a bit broad. Or, you know, mother of all creation. Mother of the universe. That's nice. But my mother. My mother. That's what we need to, I think, focus on today. Like Our Lady is mother of the church. Okay, that's, that's okay. That's nice. But like mother of the church doesn't... I don't think it evokes any kind of emotion in us at all. <laughs> it's a bit broad. Whereas Our Lady is my mom, which means when I see these statues and you know, grottos or roundabouts up in Belfast or uh, you know, turnoffs, you see little grottos in different villages around the place. That's my mom. That's my mom. That's her. And to have that profound respect for what's happening and what she did and what she continues to do. This is your mother, says Jesus. And from that moment, the disciple made a place for her in his home. So the disciple John, again representing the church. From that moment then, John and the church makes a place for her, not just in the world, out there somewhere, but makes a place for her in his home. He builds on a granny flat, you know, like he makes a place for her in his home. 
this is again what the church has done and should do, should continue to do, to make a place for Our Lady in the heart of the church. Because when we see the Sorrowful Mother, like we were saying yesterday, uh, the heart of the, the Sorrowful Mother doesn't detract or doesn't take from Jesus' sacrifice. If, if, if anything, it points to it. it. It brings us to it. It draws us to it. You don't say stuck on, on Our Lady's suffering. But it's, why is she suffering so much? Because she was so united to Jesus. Why was she so united to Jesus? Well, because she had no sin to separate her from God. So the unity they had was profound. And who was this Jesus character anyway? He was God and man who came to die for us. So, like, Our Lady draws us to Jesus. It, there's no threat in having a devotion to Our Lady at all. There is no danger in bringing Our Lady into our home, into our heart, and recognizing her as our personal mother. And so we ask our Blessed Lady today. Maybe, you know, we ask, what we do? We'll ask St. Joseph. We'll ask St. Joseph, who had profound reverence for Our Lady throughout her life. We don't know at what point exactly he died. He wasn't there for this, for this event. But we ask St. Joseph to teach us to welcome Our Lady into our home, to welcome Our Lady into the place where we are, into our hearts, the place where we live, our internal life. We ask our good Lord to help us to see her as he saw her, as our mom, as his mom. Amen.